Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Flat Racing Guru. Right. Welcome to the Flat Racing Guru. Good morning. This is uh, 23rd of January. Um, it's a Wednesday. There's two meetings locally on the flat all weather. That's this afternoon from Lingfield and tonight from Kempton. Um, right, I've just thought of something. Um, what we'll do is we'll go through the races um, separately. I'll try and get this out before the 12.40. So I'll do the 12.40 at Lingfield Park. We'll go down the field. Number one is Cracker uh, Christine Dunnett, written by Kevin Lundell, Lundy. <coughs> Number two is our Charlie Brown, David Griffiths, Alistair Rowland. Number three is Ford, Mohammed Mubrak, Ben Curtis. Number four is in the red, uh, Mr. S M. Smith. I'm not sure it's Mike Smith. Uh, Eon Walsh. Number five is Velvet Morn. William Knight, um, Callum Shepard. Number six, Garth Rocket, Mike Murphy, Shane Kelly. Number seven, Mont Chiara, Simon Dow, Luke Morris. Number eight, Mokolov, Jane Chapelheim, Adam Kirby. Uh, number nine is Scratched. Number ten is Noble Deed. Um, Mike Atwater, Nicola Curry. Right, we'll have a quick look at the ratings. So, on the ratings here, the postmarks, um, the top one, Cracker is best in 75, that's with the, the claim. Now, these days, trainers, you know, they can beat the handicap system, they can condition their horse, um, you know, to, to run past its figure, so we'll go down the race. Um, <clears throat> individually look at the prices right number eight Mokolov is a favorite now Mokolov is written now written by Adam Kirby I would give him a good chance depending on the pace of the race if the pace of the race is pretty strong so basically it would have to you know look in running but if Mokolov if the pace isn't strong I wouldn't be fancying Mokolov um, if the, the pace was strong there's one or two in here that would benefit from a strong pace and there's another one that's a much bigger price as Mokolov that I would say has got a decent chance. But last time out, Mokolov, he he, um, he was absolute, he was cruising sort of thing and just couldn't get through. Um, whether he would have won, nobody knows. But you know, he was on the bridle all the way around. So, you know, if he had got a clear pass, it's more likely he would have won that race um, behind Macbula. Um And that race was. There's another interesting factor in that race too. Um, and we'll have a look at it now. Monchiora, <coughs> sorry, number seven. Monchiora is 92. Luke Morris. Now, Luke Morris gets on well with this horse, but this horse does need a lot of driving. Um, it probably needs a, quite a decent pace, but I don't think Monchiora is pace dependent. Um, if, Mon, if Monchiora's, you know, about around about, you know, in, in position to win the race from a furlong, it'll get the um, Luke Morris treatment and. It's probably got a chance of place, um, I would say a smaller chance to win because it, it does need a lot of driving and anything coming wide and late is going to go past that Montiora because he doesn't do anything fast really. Um, it takes a bit of getting there. Now number six, Garth Rocket, it's very interesting now. Garth Rocket 
if he can control the pace now the last race he was beaten by Macbula um, and several of these were in that race now Garth Rock it did they went a really fast pace in that race uh, I think there was one horse um, trying to match um, Garth Rock I'm not sure what the horse was um, I'll have to have a look but there was a horse you know trying you know upsetting Garth Rocket's um, pace so he was trying to take Garth Rocket on so Garth Rocket really in the circumstances ran a cracker of a race you know just finished where he did um, now if Garth Rocket control this, control this race he could strike from the front and not be caught that's what I was thinking now if it is a fast pace you've got the likes of um, Montiora and Mok, especially Mokalov um, coming late and now there's another one that's also been like you know um, running over a shorter distance but seemed to be coming into the race strongly now if you give it another um, I'll have a look this is Velvet Morn now look at its form figures 6777 now Velvet Morn he needs a, um, he ran over six furlongs last twice but he needs seven furlongs he probably needs a mile but if this if there's a strong pace this Velvet Morn could possibly come from the back along with this um, Mokolov and I wouldn't I would say both of them would be coming from the the back off a fast pace but is this race going to be a fast pace it's a really it's a it's a fascinating race for me betting and running because it's pace dependent now if Garth Rocket can control the pace he's got a chance to kick on and you know the the ones at the back won't get the you know the, they need a fast pace to run on you know for them to, to build up that momentum from the round turn they need that trip they need the distance now if Garth Rocket can kick on and lead he's going to have a, a huge advantage because he is a decent horse and he, he can't keep going on um now this Ford um he takes a lot of while he's been back but I don't know why he's been back probably the jockey and Ben Curtis but I think he needs a f um further than seven furlongs I mean he's been running at five furlongs he's been just beat at five furlongs seven furlongs but I think he takes a while to get into his races and he doesn't do anything fast I don't think Lingfield's going to suit him. I think Newcastle over a mile of straight track would suit this Ford. I'm I'm very um, suspect drawn in 10 about Ford. And I can't see why there's been money for him. Uh, it's obviously the jockey and the trainer. The trainer is a good trainer, Mohamed Mubrak. And he does get some um, decent horses to run well. And they always seem to be conditioned well, his horses. So they always seem to run well. But... Um, I don't think race conditions are going to suit this Ford at all. Um, and it's again, even if it's pace dependent, there's other horses that will get past him. If there's a strong pace, uh, Mokolov and the other one, Velvet Morn, they will both go past that Ford without trouble. Now this one, this our Charlie Brown is the one that's really, really interesting to me. Now the last three or four times he's ran, he just hasn't had the race run to suit. Uh, he's a very hard horse to win with. I know, I know. Uh, people have like followed him over a cliff, but this race could set up beautifully for our Charlie Brown because we have a front runner in Garth Rocket. Now, if our Charlie Brown can sit behind Garth Rocket, he's going to have the race run perfectly for him. Now, Garth Rocket might not get headed. Garth Rocket might, you know, our Charlie Brown might not be able to head Garth Rocket. That's what I was thinking. But he had 
you know, he's, he's going to have the race run to suit. He's drawn from eight, and if he can sit just behind Garth Rotter, because he is a forward runner, our Charlie Brown, he is going to have the race run to suit. But as I say, this race is so pace-dependent. I mean, they're not going to go a pace the last time. The, you know, our Garth Rotter, they went absolutely so fast. Um, they're not going to go that pace this time. I mean, that last race might have ruined our Garth Rocker. He might not do anything today. He might, he might have just took loads out of him, that run, you see. So that's another thing I'm frightened of. And um, this would make our Charlie Brown even more interesting if Garth Rocker is feeling the effects of the last race. And that's why the race is so fascinating. I mean, in the red, uh, he was a good horse... Um, years ago i mean he can always pop up this in the red too noble deeds 100 to 1 out of his ground but i think he's still he can still run a decent race noble deed um when he's on song so this is a fascinating race now i'm stuck between you know what pace will they go um i, I, I was fancying our charlie brown then to beat goth rocker then i was beating goth rocker then i was thinking he might you know might have had a feeling the effects of a hard race um, the two I think will be coming, you know, coming strongly is this number eight, Mokolov, and this number five, Velvet Moon. Now, if it is a quite a decent pace and, um, you know, um, Garth Rocker does try to go fast again and then Charlie Brown tries to take him on, then that's the sort of pace you would want for um, this Velvet Moon in this um Mokolov to come from behind because they will be both finishing fast and that could be your forecast number eight and number five but if it's a slow pace if Garth Rocker just goes around slowly he's going to have the advantage and then that the forecast could be Garth Rocket and our Charlie Brown because those two are going to be first but Lingfield is trackly you get a, you get a any, I would say that Cracker's going to go through the inside again. Um, not Cracker. Um, this, um, you know, Luke, Luke Morris's ride. He's going to head for the inside and, and sit there. I don't think that's going to be the place to be today. You've got to, you know, be three or four off the wide. Now, Adam Kirby's a master at this on this track. Um, and if there's a pace for Adam... If there's not a pace, he can't win the race. He will know... I need a pace for this race, Adam Kirby, and then I can win the race. If there's half a decent pace, then Mokolov was going to come and win the race, right? And then this other one, getting the seven furlongs, this Velvet Moon's going to be following him, and them two are going to finish fast. But if there's no pace in the race, if um, Garth Rocket makes it a slow pace, then Garth Rocket and our Charlie Brown, you know, are going to be um, first having a first, you know, they're going to pick up quickly off their slow pace, and they just, they're not going to get into the race, Mokolov and um, Velvet Moon, that's as simple as that. So basically, what we're looking at is betting and running, aren't we? We'll see how fast the pace is. Um, to, I mean, to make a prediction now, I will just go for, um, I will go for Mokolov to win the race and hoping, it, hoping it's a, um, a de half-decent pace. And I would go for Velvet Moon to be the forecast. But as I say... I might look a fool if the if the pace is not strong and then Garth Rocker just wins and then our Charlie Brown follows him through. But um Charlie Brown's our Charlie Brown's resolution at the end of the a strong race is, is, is quite questionable but, but when he's 
you know, following the pace, he might have the rain to suit, and he, he he might just have a bit speed, more speed at the end there, um, and that's you know. But anyway, I'll go for the favourite uh, Motolov. He's been drifting, but you know, it's it's probably people thinking there's not going to be any pace in the race. That's what they're thinking, and you've got two sort of forward horses in the race that could make it a strong pace in uh, our Garth Rocket, but. Garth Rocket could use his brain, you know, and, and sort of hit the front and then just slow it down. And if that happens, he could he could possibly win. But I was thinking that he had a really hard race last time and um, that would bring our Charlie Brown into the race. It's very, very difficult, isn't it? Do you see what I mean? This is the race we're talking about. And that, I mean, the bookies have got an excellent chance of winning this race and so have the punter. I mean, if he can work this race out. But I would say the best way to work the race out is see how fast they go in the first furlong. And if they don't go any fast, you'd, you'd be putting money on our Charlie Brown and our Garth Rocket in running. But if they go half a decent pace, then you're talking... Um, the favourite, Mokolov, and the other one, Velvet Morn. And that's it. We'll end there and send this out.